Armed American Radio listeners, today's Armed American Radio's recorded version of the national radio broadcast, the Armed American Radio podcast, is being brought to you today and every day by North American Arms. Make sure to visit NorthAmericanArms.com for the finest mini revolvers on planet Earth. NorthAmericanArms.com. Enjoy the show. is Armed American Radio. If they want to take my guns, they're going to have to bring a station wagon and a whole lot of friends because I'm not giving them anything. From the Car Firearms Group Studio. On the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone. Mark, we know they want to take our guns, and now we're going to make them eat it. Freedom might be an uphill battle sometimes, but freedom will always prevail. Proudly presented to you by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. Here is your host of Armed American Radio, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting for your rights, Mark Walters. 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 Oh, here we go. It is Sunday, fun day, gun day. Welcome inside the Armed American Radio Ranch Car Firearms Group Studios with me, Mark Walters, filling your prescription for freedom today and every day. And in for these three hours of this huge broadcast heard on hundreds of radio stations live around the nation, we are in front of the Sig Sauer Platinum Microphone, and it is all being brought to you by the great X Insurance. Greg, over in Dallas, Texas, how are you with all the bells and whistles and switches and lights and buttons and everything else, my brother? I'm uh, doing pretty good. All right. Well, you know the routine. Let's tell people where they can get involved in the chat. If you want to ask any of our guests any questions, that's the place to do it. And you can also watch the show in high definition on your devices, your television sets. Greg's going to tell you how to do that. Please don't do that while you're driving. Greg, take it away. Sure. Just head on over to armedamericanradio.org or .com. Along the top of that website, you'll see all the links to watch live, listen live, and your podcast link in case you've missed anything and you'd like to get caught up. Also got the shop link if you'd like to pick up something nice and support the show at the same time. If you would like to join our live chat, well, just head on over to your app store, grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. Bam, pow, zam, that'll get you in there. Welcome in. Let's go to the phones where I believe we just pried somebody away from his beach chair, the great Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. Alan, how are you, my friend? Are your feet sandy? Tell me you got sand all over the place. Nah, I'm at the pool, not the beach, because I hate the sand. <laughs> but I'm, I'm getting a much I'm getting a much deserved break that I need for a few days, and I'm really happy. And I believe it's pronounced Waikiki Beach. I hear Greg chuckling over there when he came in when he called you. He said, "I think we just pulled Alan away from his beach chair." Bro, I said, "That's okay. We got him for two segments. We'll get you back to that pool as fast as possible." Alan, how are you today, my friend? Everything good? You ready to rock and roll? I'm ready to rock and roll. Let's go for it. All right, let's start. A federal district court judge in West Virginia. This is a big story, ladies and gentlemen, has ruled that a federal law prohibiting handgun sales to 18 to 20-year-olds is facially unconstitutional and granted a summary judgment in a case brought by none other than the Second Amendment Foundation. It's a 40-page decision, and it's a good one, written by U.S. District Chief Judge Thomas S. Clee with the Northern District of West Virginia, and here's part of what he had to say. Because plaintiff's conduct, the purchase of handguns, falls within the Second Amendment's unqualified command and the challenged statutes and regulations are not consistent with the nation's historic tradition of firearm regulation, the court finds 18 U.S.C. 922 B1 and C1 
unconstitutional and as applied to plaintiffs. Alan, this is a big deal. Can you explain the background on this, how we got here and what it means going forward? Because we have other cases, not just this one. What does this mean? Yeah, it's, it is a big case. It's really great. Uh, and, of course, having the chief justice of the, of the, of the circuit uh, do the opinion is really important because, obviously, the government's going to want to try and appeal this, and it's always much harder to get the chief justice overturned. Uh, so I'm really happy. This is a case that got started by a young man individual who filed this case pro se and then realized that he made a pretty big mistake on it, and the judge uh, basically uh, – let him know he had problems with his case, the way it's filed, and that he needed help. And he reached out to us, and we took a look at it and said, yeah, we'd love to help. And he went and helped us get a second plaintiff as well for insurance that, you know, if he timed out in age, so to speak, they couldn't rule that the case was moot. And so we had a, you know, another plaintiff as well. Uh, and the judge took the, took the case and let us in, let us intervene into it and, and bring it Uh and and then, uh, you know, we, we, all, both sides made all their arguments, and he just made his ruling. What's interesting about this case, this is an aside, Mark, because this, is, this one is a little unusual. It didn't really come into the ruling, so to speak, because the ruling just took the, took the law out as being facially, you know, unconstitutional, period. But in West Virginia, it is legal for an 18 to 20-year-old young adult to purchase a handgun. They just can't go to a firearms dealer and purchase the handgun because the federal law says they can't sell it to them. So it's okay for young kids to, you know, young adults to go out on, you know, and buy a gun from a private party with no background check, but they can't go to a licensed dealer and buy a gun with a background check. That shows just exactly how stupid the federal law really is. The judge didn't bother to really comment about that because he just took the law out as unconstitutional period, no matter what, which was the right thing to do. But it just shows how stupid the government and gun laws could be to begin with. When you know the young adults could buy could buy a gun on the street, so to speak, but they can't buy one on a license dealer and go through a background check. I mean, this this shows how the gun control lobby in this country is so screwed over and messed up that reality just doesn't make any sense. All right, so let's take a dive into that. Because very very important, it, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to kind of wrap your head around what you just heard. So, Alan, I want to put this in context. If my if my 19 year old son lives in West Virginia. He can go somewhere outside a gun shop and purchase a gun from a private citizen and not get a background check. And the government's, am I right about that? He can get it from a private individual. So he knows somebody that has a gun that wants to sell. Okay. So he doesn't get a background check when that transaction occurs. If he goes to a gun shop, he gets a background check. What is the number one thing that the anti-gunners are screaming for when they scream for gun control? What's the first thing they scream? We need universal what? Well, they say background check, but it really is universal registration is what they're out for. Boom. They don't care about the background check. They care about registration, knowing where you've got a gun so that when they get, get enough votes to be able to ban guns, they know where to come confiscate it. Let's be honest about it. That's exactly what it is. So, And that's even a little deeper dive than I wanted to go into, but I'm glad you brought that point up. Because just staying on the surface here, you would think that the anti-gunners would champion this ruling. Because now, 18 to 20-year-olds in West Virginia are going to be forced to get a background check. Well, not forced, but they're going to be able to buy guns with a background check rather than having to, as the left will say, buy it off the street. Isn't this a good thing? Shouldn't they be working with us on this, Alan? <laughs> you say well, that with but, a laugh. But, but, yeah, but Mark, the truth is they don't want 18 to 20-year-olds to be able to buy guns. They don't want 30-year-olds, 40-year-olds, 50-year-olds, 60-year-olds to buy guns either. So, I mean, it, it doesn't fit their gun prohibition agenda. And, and this just proves what their agenda really is. But this case, while it's a West Virginia case, 
it is a federal court taking out a federal law. And the judge didn't say it's just in West Virginia. The judge said it basically nationwide, this law is unconstitutional. So the Biden administration, ATF, and the you know, Justice Department now have a real big problem because obviously they're going to appeal it, but somewhere down the line they're going to lose it. And right. this whole law is going to bite the dust. All right, so my son lives in Georgia now. <clears throat> is there any implication to him in Georgia because of this West Virginia ruling right now, because of this federal judge's ruling? Well, it just, the ruling just came out on Friday, last business day of the week. And, of course, by Monday, I'm sure the Justice Department will be filing some kind of notice of appeal and asking for it to be stayed until it gets appealed. So I don't want to tell people that, you know, and obviously the way it works is the next check, if they go into a gun store and say, hey, the law just got taken out, sell me a gun, they're still going to flunk the next check because they're not 21 years old. So the, the, the dealer isn't going to be able to give them the gun because he's going to say, I can't give it to you, you didn't pass the next check. So eventually it'll work out. But, it, but you know, again, if things take time in our court system and the right to late is the right to night, as I always say, mm-hmm. and we all have to be, be patient with this. But again, it's a giant, giant monumental win written by the chief justice of the circuit. Uh, and at the same time, uh, his ruling is, is just perfect. I mean, there's, there's not many ways to pick holes in it. Yeah, the 40 page ruling is incredible. And I, I think it's important that we point out also, Alan, that yet again, this is the face of the Bruin decision in June on June 23rd of 2022. This is what gave us this decision. Without Bruin, we wouldn't have gotten here, would we? Yet again. Uh, no, we probably would not have gotten here, uh, even though we're right no matter what. But this just shows how important the Bruin decision was at the U.S. Supreme Court. And it's now still just been a little over a year, so that we're coming up on a year and a half. Uh, and we've already had monumental court victories that are all going to end up getting to the U.S. Supreme Court. And, you know, and, and we're going to be in great shape. Uh, and the other side, obviously, is shaking in their boots. That's why you just saw, like, a new bill in Congress, you know, to ban so-called assault rifles, but they're called, you know, guest-powered you know, firearms now. Yeah, they're trying yeah. to change names and semantics because of the fact is they know they're losing on, on everything they brought forward in court at this juncture. Uh, and so they got problems, so now they're going to say, oh, gas-powered guns are the ones that should be legal. They didn't have gas-powered guns when the Second, Second Amendment was written. And founding fathers didn't know they'd be able to ever, ever have gas-powered guns, so now we have a whole new way to challenge it. And that's what they're going to try to do by, by changing the nomenclature of these firearms. Uh, so instead of going after the cosmetic characteristics, now they're going to go after something else on the same gun. We'll win again over time, but this is a fight that's ongoing and unfortunately costly. When we come back from this break, Alan, I want to go a little bit deeper into that as well, the gas-powered, and and explain what it is, ladies and gentlemen, they're attempting to do. Now, you're going to hear this topic come up with this gas-powered throughout the program today with our litany of guests that we have joining us on the program, because as Alan just mentioned, without using the word narrative, that's exactly what what they're attempting to do. They're trying to change the narrative. We watch this unfold right before our eyes every time they lose on page one they shift it to page two we'll be back one more segment with alan gottlieb don't go away Armed American Radio listeners, clear off your desks and get ready for your new hobby. Goat Guns are miniature die-cast gun models that assemble like the real versions do, and they've teamed up with Armed American Radio. Display them on your desk or shelf and watch others gloat over your masterpieces. Goat Guns are 1-3 to three or 1-4 to four scale and range from 4 inches to 16 inches in length. You don't drool over them, they'll buy them back up to 100 days. Don't be a donkey. Start your greatest of all time gun model collection today. Visit GoatGuns.com and use the promo code AAR for an immediate 10% off. 
Sig Sauer is the manufacturer of the game-changing P365 high-capacity micro-compact. This revolutionary new concealed carry pistol gives you more capacity, concealability, and capability. The award-winning Sig Sauer P365 redefines the category and has become the most desired handgun on the market today. Holding up to 17 plus one rounds, its ergonomic design makes it more shootable with a clean, crisp trigger pull you'd expect from Sig Sauer. The Sig P365, America's number one selling handgun for a reason. Visit SigSauer.com. With the 2024 election approaching quick, every American must do our part in keeping the elections clean and transparent. Votify Now is the app that achieves this by allowing voters to report any suspicious activity by entering a basic description and attaching a photo or video. Votify Now then secures and quickly shares the incident throughout the app in real time so that all users can see what's happening in their communities or the nation. Visit votifynow.org to learn more. Download the app and be a part of taking back this great nation of ours. Available for Android and iPhones, Votify Now today. The long-awaited Sig Sauer P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with Sig Light night sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at SigSauer.com for the new P365 380. The revolutionary Crossbreed Super Tuck holster is the most comfortable and concealable inside the waistband holster you'll ever wear. And nothing even comes close. Designed to completely conceal a firearm of any size and made to be worn with any attire from shorts and a t-shirt to a suit and a tie. Based on your personal carry style, the Super Tuck may be worn comfortably with or without your shirt tucked in. Find out why the Crossbreed Super Tuck is the most often imitated but never duplicated holster design in the world. Visit CrossbreedHolsters.com today. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. AAR listeners, you know I love my barbecue and you know I love my fire pits. I've searched forever to find the perfect fire in cooking wood and for the last two years I've used nothing but cutting edge firewood. Cutting edge firewood is perfectly kiln dried, mold, moisture, and pest free. It lights with one match. It burns longer and hotter than that nasty big box crap you've been using. Shipped nationwide in boxes or racks and is cut in your choice of chunks, 8 inch splits, or 16 inch logs. Choose white oak, cherry, or hickory for that perfect fire or wood cooking experience. Visit cuttingedgefirewood.com today and use what we use here at AAR Ranch. The Gold Set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The Gold Set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. Daniel Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Yes, welcome back to the Car Firearms Group Studios here at AAR Ranch. Six-hour microphone lit up. Daniel Defense, of course, 
Freedom, passion, precision. It's what Daniel Defense represents. You can get on their email list, and I can promise you it's a good one. Do it. It's not You're not going to get bombarded by emails, but you're going to get first dibs on some really cool stuff coming to market before it goes to market. You're going to be able to see these things, and if you decide you want something that you see on that list, you'll be one of the first to see it so you can make a move. It's a, it's a great email list to be on, danieldefense.com. You can also jump over there to the doubledfoundation.org, and while you're there, you can donate and help the youth shooting sports. Welcome back inside the Car Firearms Group studios. Remember, this is all being brought to you by X Insurance, continuing the conversation with the great Alan Gottlieb. Buckle in. It's going to go quick, ladies and gentlemen. John Lott will be here at the bottom of this hour, followed by AWR Hawkins and Parkland dad Ryan Petty, who is going to be coming to us from Japan. So we've got quite the, uh, quite the lineup again tonight. Alan, let's go now to, that, to, the, to the King, Angus King in Maine, and this gas-operated. Let's talk a little bit about what it is they want to do the gas-operated semi-automatic firearms exclusion, a pretty nifty little acronym, GoSafe, will protect communities, they say, from gun violence while safeguarding law-abiding Americans' constitutional right to own a firearm for legitimate self-defense, hunting, and sporting purposes. Alan, how does a gun ban bill, simply repackaged with a new name, protect my right to own a gun for legitimate self-defense, when in that bill it also says we'll ban any gun with a magazine capacity over 10. Now, obviously, there are some questions here because virtually all of my handguns have magazine capacities over 10. What's going on here? And are we watching the brand new creation of a new narrative because the old semi-automatic demonization didn't work, assault weapons description didn't work, now it's gas-operated semi-automatic firearms? Is this all part of the package? What's going on? Well, let me answer that in a couple of different ways. First of all, uh, they're using the main reason they're doing this is because they know they're going to lose in, all the way down the line in the courts, all the way to the Supreme Court on a so-called assault weapon ban. And so now they've got to come up with another way to try and argue that it's not a, a, a ban under another name doing the exact same thing uh, would, would be constitutional. Uh, and of course, just and you know, to the average person who's not a gun owner. What what is yeah. a gas powered firearm? I mean, oh my God, it sounds really dangerous. Uh, you know, all it is is the same thing that guns how they operate right now on the AR-15 platform, as an example. When you fire around, the gas from the expended round is what helps recycle the next bullet. Uh, so instead of banning the gun for other reasons, now they're going to ban it for this reason. Uh, and, and they know they have to come up with this new narrative because they're losing again on the old one, particularly in the legal system. But also, it's not just a, you know, the ten-round magazine that they're limiting it to. It's a ten-round fixed magazine. Because they don't want you to be able to, as, as the senator said from you know King said, they don't want you to be able to save two ten-round magazines together and be able to fire ten rounds and take it out and stick it back in the other way and fire ten more. So it has to be a fixed ten-round magazine. So you'd have to reload the ten bullets into the firearm itself. Uh, so they're getting very creative in their ways of trying to implement their gun prohibition agenda. And it, it never ceases to amaze, to amaze me, uh, <laughs> the imagination they can come up with to do this kind of stuff. But we're prepared for all these things, and, and we'll, we'll take them on. Again, though, that you know, people who care about Second Amendment rights and gun ownership and, and the right means of self-defense, the right to have the means of self-defense, have to realize that the other side is never going to step down or, or back off. And we have to be eternally vigilant for all these things and keep our eyes and ears open and, and come up with all the great intellectual arguments back about why this stuff is stupid, doesn't work, and is unconstitutional. 
You know, I got to hand it to him on this one, Alan. I never saw the gas operating. You know, we talk about the narratives and changing the narratives and taking the language and hijacking the language. In this case, I didn't see this one coming. So their creativity, you, you got to hand them some credit words. Do they do get creative with this nonsense? Sadly, there's a portion of the electorate out there, and that's who they're trying to reach. As you just mentioned, is going to hear this. And go, I've never heard of this before. It, to them, it's a new type of dangerous gun. And they know they're going to get help from the media. Let me give you an example. You're not going to see a whole lot of press on the 18 to 20-year-old case in West Virginia because the media doesn't want to highlight it and bring attention to it. This, on the other hand, is getting gobs and gobs and gobs of press. So let me ask you this, because they do grandfather guns in when you go in and read the bill. They grandfather your guns in. Alan, honestly, there's probably 600 million guns in this country. What does grandfathering the gun in, how does that stop crime if I still have all of my guns, which is what they want, my guns? It says, and nowhere is criminal mentioned at all. So is this well, just Mark, a first they, step? Of course it's a first step. They don't have the votes to confiscate everybody's guns right now. So they have to set the stage up to be able to do it eventually in the future. If they had the votes to do it right now, just like former Diane Feinstein said, you know, Mr. Mm-hmm. Mr. America, if I had the votes to pass an absolute you know, ban confiscation right now, I'd do it. But they don't have the votes right now. So they're playing the long game, and we have to play the long game right back. So how does the Second Amendment Foundation, I'm asking, I can hear my listeners thinking this. How does the Second Amendment Foundation, when you hear something like this happen, how do you prepare the next case when you see this changing of the narrative? How does the Second Amendment Foundation work in this regard? Get together and say, okay, this is where we're going to have to approach new cases? Yeah, this is a really good question you just asked me. We go out and we hire very, very good researchers and scholars uh, and historians to put together all our arguments for us uh, from on a legal basis on why this is so unconstitutional. Uh, and we hire, you know, we hire a lot of people as well to talk about how these things aren't going to work and prevent crime. Most of that work's already done because it, it applies to this ban as any other ban. But, you know, we will do a lot of research uh, and put a lot of stuff together uh, so we, we have all the ammunition we need to shoot down this new gun control scheme. And ladies and gentlemen, I asked that question for a particular reason, because all of this costs money. And every time the gun ban crowd does something like this, makes another move, we often say on the show, Alan, that just when you think they can't go any lower, they dig deeper and they go lower. This is going to cost us at Second Amendment Foundation more money now to fight this from this angle now, isn't it? Because we know we're going to have to. Yeah, and we don't have Michael Bloomberg's Bergs and the George Soros's of the world writing, you know, million dollar checks. We have to raise it from our people who give us, you know, fifteen, twenty five dollar donations, and it just takes time and costs money. And the other side, they just get a couple of, you know, billionaire fat cats to write them a couple checks, and and they're, they're fine. How did they come up with this new scheme? They did a lot of research to come up with this new scheme. They put a lot of effort and money into coming up with this new scheme. Uh, it didn't just it didn't just fall out of the clouds. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have the, the fairy godfathers and godmothers that the, the gun prohibition yeah. lobby has that write them these big checks. You know, I'm glad you mentioned that because you're correct about that. This didn't just fall out of the sky, ladies and gentlemen. This has been in the making for many, many months, if not longer than that, maybe a year or greater, because they know they're losing on the other side 
on the on the the, the current narrative. Alan, saf.org. We're getting ready to take our break. I'm gonna let you get back to what you're doing. Enjoy your time off. You know, you we know you need it. God bless you. Have a great time. Alan Gottlieb, founder, Second Amendment Foundation. Ladies and gentlemen, join us. Help us in this ongoing battle. Visit saf.org and join us. An annual membership is a mere 15 bucks. 15 bucks. And you can help us fight these battles. saf.org. When we come back, Dr. John Lott will talk a little bit about lots of cool stuff. We'll be right back. long-awaited six-hour p365 chambered in 380 is finally here the new softer shooting easier handling micro compact option for everyday carry with an identical grip module and slide with a nine millimeter it'll fit all existing p365 holsters the p365 380 is the most durable 380 micro compact pistol on the market standard with sig like night sights and an optic cut plus two 10 round magazines and a mag loader the p365 380 is the ultimate micro compact carry pistol and you can find details at sixhour.com for the new p365 380 the gold set from North American Arms. These beautiful mini revolvers are plated in 24 karat gold and are available in calibers 22 short, 22 long rifle, and 22 magnum. Available individually or as a set, each mini is equipped with synthetic white pearl grips, matching serial numbers, and a beautiful walnut display case with glass top. The gold set for a limited time at North American Arms. To add one, two, or three of these beautiful mini 24 karat gold plated revolvers to your collection, visit NorthAmericanArms.com today. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary My Pillow foam and a patented impact shell made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 454 
Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products from top to bottom is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. The Voice of Reason on KQAM, Wichita's Big Talker, and you're tuned into the Armed American Radio Network. Now let's get back to the man himself, Mark Walters. Uh, welcome back to AAR Ranch Car Firearms Group Studios. With me, Mark Walters, sitting in front of this powerful Sig Sauer Platinum microphone, all of it being brought to you today and every day by X Insurance. Ladies and gentlemen, I uh, want to give you just a brief mention. We'll talk about it a little bit throughout the program as well. Uh, the elections coming up in 2024 are absolutely critical. You know that. You know what happened in 2020. We all know what happened. The mere fact they're trying to tell you that it's not happening every time you open your mouth about it is proof positive that something was funky. Votifynow.org has a at least a part of a solution here and provides you an opportunity to download the Votify Now app for free. It is 100% free. You can use that app. You can go to votifynow.org and you can watch the video. The video is very detailed, explains how the app works. But when you're at a polling place, wherever you are, anywhere in the country with that app, if you see any irregularities whatsoever, you can upload photos, videos, you can tell people what's happening, and that app will get it to the right people. You'll be able to see this information in almost real time, give or take a few minutes. If you're going to a polling place, you can check beforehand to see if there are any irregularities being reported. Help us secure the 2024 election. It has got to be us to take it back and, and fix this problem. Votifynow.org. You can download the app for free as I did on my iPhone. You can do it on an Android phone. You can do it on an iPhone. Visit the Apple Store, Google Play, wherever it is you get it over there on Android. Votify now and help us. Please do your part as a citizen to put a stop to the shenanigans that are going on out there. We'll talk more about it later in the program. Let's go now to Dr. John Lott, founder of CrimeResearch.org. John, welcome to the program, my friend. It's always a pleasure to have you here. Thanks for being here today. Oh, it's great to talk to you again. Thanks for having me on. Oh, absolutely a pleasure. So, you know, I got to tell you, I, I, I was most impressed. Uh, you and I had a brief text exchange early in the morning, earlier in the week, and I mentioned this during the Daily Show, John. But then just a couple hours later, bam, there you were, the second story on Fox News. Gun crime expert blasts red state cherry picking by Yale professor in Senate hearing political bias. And I, I can I can just see I wish I was in the same room with you when you saw this testimony and heard about it and read the tweets and everything else. You were probably going insane, as you should have, because that is exactly what Yale School of Public Health dean 
did, her name Dr. Megan Rainey of the Yale School of Public Health, at a hearing on Monday. What happened here? Take it away. The floor and the mic are yours. Well, uh, yeah, Senator Kennedy uh, from Louisiana was basically asking her about the high amount of crime in Chicago. And her response was, well, look at Republican states like Mississippi and Louisiana and what have you uh, that are heavily Republican states. She said, you know, they have even worse crime. You know, there's so many issues with this. I mean, one is they don't have worse crime. Uh, Parts of those cities and states have very bad crime, but the parts that have bad crime rates are heavily Democratic areas, you know, whether it be uh, Orleans Parish or uh, Jackson, Mississippi, or uh, she also, I think, mentioned Missouri. uh, Missouri. So you have uh, St. Louis County. Uh, St. Louis County and uh, Orleans Parish in Louisiana have murder rates about 50 per 100,000. The the states as a whole have much lower murder rates than than Chicago has. But, you know, uh, crime policies are overwhelmingly a local issue. Uh, The number of police you hire and policing policies are determined locally. Uh, district attorneys are almost always elected locally. Judges are overwhelmingly elected locally. Uh, so issues about whether you're going to arrest people and whether you're going to prosecute them and what sentences that they're going to face. I mean, the states will pick what many crimes are, and they'll kind of pick the ranges for uh, for criminal penalties. But judges have a lot of discretion within those ranges. And so, you know, it just it was kind of silly for her also just to pick a few states that have uh, relatively high murder rates compared to other states, because there's other states you could have picked that have very low ones. So even then, if you're going to look at the data for 2021, the states that voted for Biden uh, tended to have higher murder rates than the states that voted for Trump. So, you know, to go and pick a few states incorrectly described them as having higher murder rates than Chicago and uh, and ignoring that even the the high areas within those states that are that have high murder rates are are controlled by Democrats. You know, there are just lots of issues with what she was saying. The problem basically is the public health people out there, whether it's at Yale or other places, are kind of the leading ones who are pushing for gun control. And that's why the Democrats keep on funneling money towards public health people. Um, The Crime Prevention Research Center uh, with uh, Arthur Berg at Harvard and uh, Gary Mauser uh, at uh, Simon Fraser University, we did a survey of researchers. And what you find is that Criminologists and economists are very skeptical of gun control. Uh, public health people are more in favor of it. So that's where, you know, the hundred million dollars a year that the federal government puts in in terms of uh, funding uh, for firearms research, they put it aside for public health people. It's states from California to Hawaii to New Mexico, across the country to Massachusetts and other places go and 
give money for public health people because they know they'll give them the types of answers that they want to hear. John, is their message resonating? Rainey has been doing this for a long time. She's been affiliated with or or I, I don't want to say worked on behalf of, but uh, she's a known supporter of Moms Demand Action. She's a known supporter of, quote unquote, assault weapons bans, et cetera. It's pretty common. I mean, with crime across the nation in the spotlight and will be clearly leading into the 2024 elections, is that phony message of hers resonating? I mean, it's pretty clear, for example, to know that if you take the, the murder rate out of Atlanta, okay, itself as a huge blue city in the state of Georgia, what that does to Georgia's numbers. The same thing as you mentioned with New Orleans or Baton Rouge or any of the other blue cities. Is there a message? Clearly it's resonating with some people who just have blinders on. I don't th- I think people are seeing through this argument of theirs now. I, I, I believe that the case. Do you believe that to be the case? Is it resonating really? I, I don't know. I mean, uh, you have to ask somebody who deals more with politics than what I do. I mean, I think that they poll test these types of things. They have some idea that it sells or they wouldn't keep pushing it. Uh, you know, do I believe that people in general are skeptical of a lot of the things that they push? I mean, they want to go and argue, you know, you shouldn't be arresting and convicting people. You have, I mean, when was the last time Biden or any of the Democrats criticized these Soros mm-hmm. uh, district attorneys who are refusing to prosecute violent criminals. I don't think they've ever criticized them or judges around the country that have that released, you know, half or even two thirds of inmates from jails in urban areas. I, I don't I've yet to hear any criticisms of them from uh, any of the Democrats. Uh, you know, Biden's kind of come back on the defunding the police stuff from what he was saying when he was running for president. But, you know, even then it's not really serious what they're doing because the money that they put aside is fungible and can be used for many other things other than policing, even the stuff that they want to take credit for. And, uh, you know, it's just part of it. Even if the police are demoralized because they arrest people and they're, because of bail reform, immediately put back out on the street. And uh, and then they face district attorneys who are refusing to prosecute them, and they face judges that won't uh, sentence them. You better believe it. And I've not heard them. I've not heard them mention it. I've not heard them criticize it at all. I've looked. I've tried to find it, and I haven't been able to. One more segment with John Lott when we come back. Interesting story about declining new gun permits. What kind of story does that tell us? We'll be back with John. Don't go away. At Daniel Defense, we do things a little differently. First of all, every one of our products, from top to bottom, is made right here in America with pride. So much pride, in fact, that we don't sell factory seconds. No, if we make a mistake, we scrap it and start over. We're not finished until it's made right. And that commitment to quality doesn't end once a product is out the door. Whether you're the first owner or the last, if anything goes wrong with your Daniel, we'll make it right. Because that's the right thing to do. Daniel Defense. Freedom. Passion. Precision. As a gun owner, have you ever thought about the liability that would come with having to use your weapon in self-defense? Or the liability that would come with having one of your guns stolen or misused? Or perhaps you work in a profession like security or law enforcement that requires you to carry a gun. 
Regardless, it's well known that responsible gun owners and security professionals across the country have become targets of frivolous lawsuits. At X-Insurance, we provide custom firearm liability insurance to eliminate your exposure and to protect you from unscrupulous lawyers. And if lawsuits do arise, we aggressively fight them. We're the very best at what we do, and we've been doing it for more than 40 years. We offer same-day quotes and solutions, so call us today or have your insurance agent call us, and we can work with them to fill any gaps in your existing policy. But call today, and let's get that target off your back. For more information, visit xinsurance.com. That's xinsurance.com. Defender Coffee was created by patriots for patriots. It's coffee for Americans devoted to defending the Second Amendment. It's coffee for Americans who understand that if you don't fight for your freedom, you lose it. That's why Defender Coffee donates profits to gun rights organizations that fight to defend the Second Amendment. When you drink Defender Coffee, every single cup defends your right to keep and bear arms. Visit DefenderCoffee.com today and get free shipping when you join the coffee club. DefenderCoffee.com. Sig Sauer, the largest and most comprehensive firearm manufacturer in the world, also feeds your firearms. Sig Sauer manufactures the ultimate self-defense round, delivering exceptional on-target energy, maximum weight retention, and optimal expansion at all effective distances. Sig Sauer Elite Defense Ammunition is available in all popular calibers and features V-Crown jacketed hollow point projectiles for maximum expansion and weight retention. It's the ultimate defensive ammunition. For more information, visit SigSauer.com today. The long-awaited Sig Sauer P365 chambered in 380 is finally here. The new softer shooting, easier handling, micro-compact option for everyday carry. With an identical grip module and slide with a 9mm, it'll fit all existing P365 holsters. The P365 380 is the most durable 380 micro-compact pistol on the market. Standard with Sig Light Night Sights and an optic cut, plus two 10-round magazines and a mag loader. The P365 380 is the ultimate micro-compact carry pistol, and you can find details at SigSauer.com for the new P365 380. AAR listeners, you know I love my barbecue and you know I love my fire pits. I've searched forever to find the perfect fire in cooking wood and for the last two years, I've used nothing but cutting edge firewood. Cutting edge firewood is perfectly kiln dried, mold, moisture, and pest free. It lights with one match. It burns longer and hotter than that nasty big box crap you've been using. Shipped nationwide in boxes or racks and is cut in your choice of chunks, 8 inch splits, or 16 inch logs. Choose white oak, cherry, or hickory for that perfect fire or wood cooking experience. Visit cuttingedgefirewood.com today and use what we use here at AAR Ranch. Car, the 25th anniversary K9 and the venerable P9 in various configurations. Magnum Research, the classic Desert Eagle available in 50, 44, 357, and the new 429 DE calibers. The BFR, biggest, finest revolvers, and the Magnum Light. Auto Ordnance, the classics, Thompson, that's right, the Tommy Gun, the incredible M1 carbine, and the one and only classic 1911. Car Firearms, a family of brands standing for your family's freedom. Mike Gallagher wanting to let you know that the crew of the Desperado Sport Fish in Virginia Beach, Virginia, supports Armed American Radio and the Second Amendment, and I'm right there with them. Now back to Mark Walters. Uh, that's Mike Gallagher. You can listen to Mike Gallagher on the Salem Radio Network every day, Eastern Time, 9 a.m. to noon, 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Pacific Time. We love Mike Gallagher. He loves us, and he loves this show. We love his show. See, it's just a big love fest. 
Thanks, Mike Gallagher, for the rejoin. Appreciate it very much. Mark Walters in the Car Firearms Group Studio, Sig Sauer Mike. It's all brought to you by X Insurance. Please make sure to go out of your way. Visit all of our partners. GoatGuns.com is one of the coolest partners that we have out there because these products are so cool. It's just the only way to describe them. GoatGuns.com. Incredible miniature replicas that you put together yourself. It is addicting. I've gotten addicted to them. And we will talk about them more coming up throughout the program. If you're listening on podcasts, you hear the spots running. GoatGuns.com. Use the promo code AAR and get an immediate 10% off. And, well, be prepared to start your new addiction because they are super fun to build and own, and you're going to want more and more and more. GoatGuns.com. Let's wrap up this segment with Dr. John Lott. Dr. Lott, welcome back to the program, my friend. Always a pleasure. Let's take it over now to permits, to concealed carry permits. You know, when I see these stories, I, I'm, I'm not shocked by decline in new gun permits. And as, as another Fox News piece talks about that you were talking about on Twitter, et cetera, decline in new gun permits doesn't tell a whole story about how many Americans carry. And Well, we now have 27, quote unquote, constitutional carry states. We would expect to see a drop in some of those permits. Tell us what this means, because, again, you are quoted here from Crime Prevention Research Center at crimeresearch.org about this. Tell us about this. What does it say? All right. Well, the the story was about our new annual report that we just we put out on uh, the number of concealed carry permits in the United States. And I've been tracking this since 1998. And this year is the first year there's actually been a drop in the number of concealed handgun permits. It's a small drop. Uh, it basically from a little bit over 22 million to a little bit under that. <coughs> Excuse me. But um, uh, if you look at the constitutional carry states, they had a drop. Uh, the other states that still require that you have to have a permit to be able to go and carry. Uh, they saw an increase. It's just that the drop in the 27 constitutional carry states was slightly larger than the increase that you saw in the other 23 states. You know, the interesting thing is that over time, when we used to have states move to constitutional carry, uh, you still saw increases in the number of permits. People don't have to have permits, but they could go and get permits in the constitutional carry states, except for Vermont. And they still got them. But what's happened is, is that as you had more and more states get constitutional carry, you're beginning to see that people stop getting the permits, at least a few people. And it kind of makes sense. I mean, before, let's say your state was constitutional carry, but the states that were next to it weren't, you still may want to get a permit to be able to have reciprocity and carry right. when you go across state lines. And now when you have 27 states, you know, it's very likely that the states that are next to you are not going to require that you have to have a permit either. And so it's kind of reduced the incentives that people have to get these permits. So now one of the things over time, I mean, permits have been kind of the only really hard data that we've had on what's happened uh, with regard to guns. I mean, there are surveys out there on gun ownership, and there was a recent survey by NBC which claims that over half of American households uh, own a gun. I've always had a lot of problems with the surveys. I think people, there's some people who are reticent to go and tell uh, surveyors whether they own a gun or not. 
And, you, you know, I could give you a five-hour lecture on the problem with those surveys. The thing is, though, as we've had more and more constitutional carry states, looking at the number of permits has become kind of less and less reliable for kind of telling you how many people are carrying. Because it's very clear that when you move to constitutional carry, the number of people who carry increase. I mean, we've seen this with fees. States that have reduced fees see a big increase in the number of people who carry. Reduce mandatory training requirements, you'll see a big increase in the number of people who carry. And constitutional carry is just a continuation of of those trends. And so, you know, it's what we do see for the permits, though, is that there's you continue to see a big increase in women growing much faster at a faster rate than men. Over the last 10 years, the concealed carry permit rate for women has grown about 111% faster than for men. For blacks, it's actually grown about 220% faster than for whites. Uh, so, you know, it's and, and, and there are some other things that we can look at, too, about how law-abiding permits holders are. They're basically about 15 bullet points that we have there uh, on those types of changes. Alabama is still the state with the most uh, concealed carry permits, so they've fallen a little bit because uh, they've moved to constitutional carry. Uh, Indiana um, has the second highest rate of concealed carry permits. They're at over 23% of their adult population with permits. John, we still have there. We we got we got John. Okay, John, the inference here is because you just named two demographics, blacks and women that are also buying guns in record numbers. So I I guess that. Yeah, I mean, that 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 data is less obvious. I mean, I know the NSSF wants to claim that, but I've asked them for their data. They don't have any real data. I mean, I think it's more perceptions and stuff out there, but the concealed carry permit data at least backs that up that maybe there is that increase. And, uh, and you see the same thing with other surveys that uh, the views on guns for blacks and women have been changing. My guess is the uh, views on Jews have been changing a lot too, uh, yeah. in terms mm-hmm. of uh, their views about guns. I there's a lot of anecdotal stories there, too, about from Florida and New York. Uh, Jews, understandably, with violence that's occurring against them, uh, have been lining up in order to go and get the permits. Yeah, it's interesting. And I, I guess what we're going to have to do is we're just going to have to continue to watch this. Real quick, final question. Do you believe that this will lead to additional constitutional carry states? Down the well, road, think, maybe faster than we would. I've got about 20 seconds, so go ahead. Well, I think Louisiana is going to become a constitutional carry state very soon. Uh, you have a new governor there. The previous governor vetoed it and just barely didn't have the two-thirds vote to overcome his veto. Uh, I think South Carolina, you have some opposition, I believe, in the state house there. Um, and, uh, you know, I think South Carolina... Uh, well, maybe another year or so, we'll move in that direction. So I think probably pretty soon you'll be up to 30 states. 
That's good news. John Lott, founder, crimeresearch.org. Ladies and gentlemen, you can help John with these surveys and all of the work that he does. Simply visit crimeresearch.org. It's easy to do. You can set up monthly recurring donations like I have, like Greg has, and many, many others have. You Five bucks, 50 bucks, 500 bucks, 5,000, whatever you can afford to give. It's this information from John that we're able to bring you that refutes all of the nonsense from the left coming at us all day long. And if you watched Governor Newsom on Hannity last week, wow, you know these people will look at you at midnight and tell you the sun is shining and do it with a straight face. Armed American Radio comes back with AWR Hawkins and Ryan Petty from Japan. We'll be back. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425 425- Four five four seventy twelve. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and I'm excited to announce my new product, My Slippers. They took me over two years to develop because I didn't want just an ordinary slipper. My Slippers are meant to be worn all day long, no matter what you're doing, whether you're inside or outside. My Slippers come with an exclusive three-tier cushioning system that you won't find in any other slipper. It combines two layers of foam, including my proprietary my pillow foam and a patented impact gel made from U.S. soybeans. My three-tier cushioning system is going to help relieve pressure points, provide that micro support you need for all day comfort and help prevent fatigue. Not only that, my slippers are made with high quality leather and a premium indoor outdoor sole that make them extremely durable. I personally guarantee they're going to be the most comfortable slippers you'll ever own. Hey, it's Mark and you know Mike supports the right to keep and bear arms and we support Mike. Please visit MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener specials box and use promo code AAR for all of Mike's great discounts or call 800-978-9358 and remember use promo code AAR. 